Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Loyal to the Foil. Hope everybody had a great weekend, a great long weekend. If it was a long weekend for you like it was for me, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And I hope everybody's doing fantastic, enjoying the last of the summer heat surge, I guess. Uh, Today, I just wanted to give you some information about someone that I don't believe is in the in our news circles enough. I mean, he's definitely not going to be recognized on the mainstream mafia. Uh, You're not going to hear CNN or uh, MSNBC and Rachel Maddow and all of these gatekeeper scumbags. You're not going to hear any of them uh, say his name, I don't think, unless they try and uh, really tout up some of uh, one of the other things he helped create. But... Uh, His name is Dr. Ralph Barrick. This man is a doctor and he has, he has been working out of Chapel Hill out of North Carolina. And I don't know if, if anybody out there had in the, in the last little while heard of heard of the actual COVID outbreak actually being engineered in North Carolina, but I remember months ago that this information started to make its way around to uh, the truth community. I mean, you know, like I said, you're not going to hear any of this shit anywhere else. I mean, they're going to tell you that, uh, you know, someone ate a bat or a bat escaped or... uh, Listen... If you're under the impression that you can catch a new virus from an animal, uh, scientists all over the world, even I'm sure even the ones that you know rely on all the government grants that we talk about in order to fund themselves and maintain their way of life and paying off the $300,000 they probably had to pay to go to university and things like that. If you still think these people, um, you know, aren't. If, if you think that they're going to uh, lie right off the bat, uh, I mean, test it. If you know a doctor, ask him. If you know a scientist, ask him. Uh, otherwise, look it up. Um, it is from what I started reading. Because, I, I mean, you know, when we try and figure these things out, <clears throat> uh, those of us that actually look the information up seek out answers. Uh, you know, we have the the counter narrative where doing your own research was vilified, which is one of the most ludicrous narratives I've ever heard of. Uh, I've never heard such a ridiculous thing. My immediate thought was, do you just walk onto a car dealership lot and take the first car? You don't, you know, you don't look over things. You don't look into it. I mean, you were told not to do research. So then you didn't do research and then you ridiculed the people that did. So, I mean, to those of you, if you've ever, if you ever said that to anybody, I hope you apologize. If you're listening to this show right now, I hope you apologize to some of those people. I mean, I have people in my life that still don't speak to me that, you know, I was vilified because I I started, I I mean, I had to look into this stuff. I wanted to keep my family safe. I wanted to keep my son safe. I wanted to make the right decision. I wanted to make an educated decision instead of letting someone else that has ulterior motives, mostly profit-based, letting them make their the, my decisions for me. I'm not interested in that. So if you ask a doctor how easy it is to contract a virus from, uh, let's say a bat, let's use a bat. We're, we're talking about, you'd have to be in close proximity to this animal for an extended period. Like I'm talking about lock yourself in a phone booth with a bat. No way to get out, you know, just some air coming in. And it's just you and that bat. Um, now, I mean, yeah, I guess it could bite you, but that's not something that was ever even floated out. They basically just tried to tell us close contact with an animal uh, caused this virus virus to jump from animal to human. That is, it is so hard to do. Like I, I didn't crunch the numbers. I'm not sure. I, I found the numbers, but how often that happens has got to be pretty minuscule. If in all the articles that I read, it never came up. You know what I mean? It, it, it's probably similar to um, a children's chance of, of dying from COVID. It's it's basically zero. Right? Or it's 0.001. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that doesn't happen. 
So this, uh, I'm not going to call him a gentleman, but this man, uh, Ralph Barrick, this is the man that bioengineered the COVID virus in the 90s in North Carolina. This is information that is easily accessible. I, again, I'll tell you, I don't know about Google. Uh, look it up on a different search engine. But the information is, is common knowledge. I mean, even, even just doing simple searches, you can find this man's name attached to the COVID virus uh, all the way, but dating all the way back to the mid 90s. I think it was 1995. Uh, so this man experimented with the virus and, you know, he, he tested it on different animals. Uh, he wanted to see the, what it would do. Obviously, I mean, this is what doctors and scientists do. Some of them, of course. Uh, fantastic. But this was still touted as gain-of-function research. So, essentially, you're doing something that is has the high possibility of being dangerous to its, its own citizens. So, if you're a U.S. citizen and you're paying taxes, your tax money in the 90s funded the creation and experimentation on this virus. Dr. Barrick and other doctors, I'm not saying that he's the only one, but this man's name sticks out because he's still someone that touts vaccines as safe and effective and something that you should get. How come he didn't come? I mean, when this all started, you, you didn't see him come out and say, listen, uh, I made a mistake, you know, whoops. You didn't hear anything of that. You didn't, you, like I said, you, maybe we haven't even heard his fucking name. I don't hear anybody shouting his name out. I mean, of course we hear Dr. Fauci, you know, Fauci for prison. Uh, you know, my pronouns are uh, Fauci for prison, whatever it is. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree that Anthony Fauci has done the necessary things to deserve a hefty jail sentence. And I also am of the firm belief that any of these people that did anything that was unethical in regards to human life and research, I mean, I understand that sometimes, you know, men and women have to do tough things in order to get results. I get that. I get that we have to do testing. Uh, this isn't some sort of rant about, uh, you know, being upset about animal testing. Although, you know, I'm not a fan. I, I just, I think that life is is beautiful and valuable. All of life. Insects, animals, trees, grass, people. Uh, I'm just, I, that's just who I've become as I've got older. You just really appreciate how, you know, uh, how fleeting life is. I've lost so many friends and all of my family. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not even 50 years old. And all of these people, I've lost more people than, you know, with all due respect, I can probably remember. You know, old age, smoking weed, that plays a part of it, sure. I may get my, my daily dose of THC. I mean, I live in pain and these are, these are things that are, are my own fault. I mean, coupled with bad ingredients, bad life choices, it's all me. But... Life is just too precious to me to take such risks with it. Uh, now, when you're just, uh, you know, Joe Blow and um, you're not considered one of the elites, you know, you, you, like I've mentioned on the show before, they, they believe that we're cattle. Now, the thing about the elites and the 13 families is they, once again, they believe that their bloodlines trace back to the Anunnaki. And they are above us. They are godly. Their bloodlines are never to never to cease, never to run out. Those bloodlines still live today. They change names, but these bloodlines are still alive and, and well now. Um, they have practiced incest over the thousands of years that they've been around, and they've done far worse than that. Um, they've they've hurt a lot of people. They've killed a lot of people. They've made all kinds of disgusting sacrifices that we'll get into on another episode of Loyal to the Foil. I desperately want to cover the thirteen families and then, um, you know, see what you guys think about think about that. There's a lot of things that you know conspiracy theories that I could bring up on the show that I'd love to get into and that I have you know full intention of getting into. Some of them are are they're gonna blow your socks off. 
You know what I mean? Like if you're just kind of, you know, one of the, someone that has come around and is understanding that, you know, maybe COVID is where, uh, you know, you kind of got your feet wet and got red pilled and that's where it starts for you. And, and, and that's maybe the only, uh, conspiracy or lie that you think that, uh, is going on. And I mean, God bless you, but I'm, 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 I'm here to tell you, I'm here to, I'm here to hold your hand and walk you through because there are so many more. Uh, and I mean, if I covered the entire, pl- I mean, I wouldn't be able to cover the entire planet because I don't, I'm not uh, multilingual and I'm sure deciphering some of the older content would be, you know, basically be impossible for me. But I mean, one day, hopefully we get there. Hopefully this, you know, this grows to a point where there's people all over the world that we're all connected. You know, the show is for the people and we all add information to it. We all strive to get the truth and share it with each other. That would be fantastic. But if I dive into just the Canadian American, you know, uh, things that have happened in the past. I mean, this show can go, this show will go on for the rest of my life. There are so many things that have been hidden from us, guys. I'm telling you, question everything. But these bloodlines believe that they are above us. They believe they own the world. They run the world. They believe that we owe them. We believe they believe we are below them. Uh, they are just superior to us because they believe that they are of godly descent, you know, of the, the actual Anunnaki. And I know to some people out there that may sound batshit insane. I get it. You know, uh, maybe in my twenties and you told me this, I would have laughed. You know, I didn't have time for it. I got, you know, I got this to do. I got that to do. But at this point in my life, um, you know, things aren't, as as playful as they are when you're a youngster and you're out there, you know, just fucking running and gunning, right? I got time and I've got all the interest in the world in learning the truth to this. I didn't, the only conspiracy I was worried about in my 20s was uh, 9-11 and the moon. I mean, oh, and JFK. But I mean, other than that, I just, I had no idea the scope. I had no idea. But I mean, like I always tell people, once your eyes are open, you can't close them. This isn't something that um, I can turn off, you know, the, the, the thirst for, for information. This isn't something that's going to go away. Um, so, I mean, you're always looking. You're always trying to find your information. And you're going to find out about the 13 families. You're going to find out what how they feel about us, you know, what their goals and intentions are. Um, and you're going to learn that they don't value life. They, they value none of us. I mean, the more higher up on the food chain you are, the more they value you. But uh, if you're not part of, of the club, uh, you're nobody. You're expendable. You're cattle. You're worker bees. Right? We're, we're worker ants. Whatever. But we're not, we're not valued. I mean, this is, my, this is what gets me confused when I hear people stick up for, um, like, uh, Justin Trudeau. The only thing at this point that I could possibly understand that you're sticking up for him about is because your ego won't allow you to get past the fact that, uh, I mean, he's a divisive, lying pedo. I mean, what what else? What does he need to do? I mean... Is that what it is to these people, guys and girls? Is, is that what it is? Is, is Fox or, or, or CNN has to tell you who to not like? I mean, obviously, we saw that with Donald Trump. And like him or hate him, I don't care who you are. I mean, some people you just don't like. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to say, you know, valid things or, or give you truths or things that you just agree with. Viewpoints, opinions, right? Like, uh, Louis Farrakhan is someone that, you know, people are... They definitely are at odds about him, but I mean, I'm someone that, uh, I listen to some of the things that he say, says, and it fucking hits you right, right in the stomach. He's like, there are so many people that, you know, you may not have the same political views. You may not like the same sports teams. One of you might not like pizza, right? But it doesn't mean that everything, you know, like uh, it's the same with all your friends and your family. It's only been the last couple of years that everything, they found a way to villainize these things, your thoughts, your emotions. And it's so, it's so easily done. It really, really is. If you think about what everybody's been arguing with each other about for the last couple of years, why? 
you know, my neighbor down the street, I mean, if he's all for uh, masks and COVID jabs, all right, great, sure, do that. Don't tell me to do it. You go do what you want. You know, we won't talk about it. You're not ready. You're the, you don't want to hear the truth. You don't, you can't understand the truth or your ego will let you, allow you to admit you were wrong. That's fine. Fine. We're done trying to fucking help people. When the betas need the alphas, uh, I don't know, maybe they can give them a, a higher dose of testosterone when they're doing their, their, their gender swaps or whatever, and they can get those people to be their alphas. I don't know, but I'm not sure that we really owe anybody anything at this point. You guys didn't want to jump on before when this all started, you know, when, when those of us that saw through this in the first couple weeks or months, uh, you know, you're still hiding over there. And it's going to get worse. I mean, election season. COVID's the only fucking virus that comes back every four years, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, back to, back to Dr. Ralph. My point is, guys, is they don't value us. They have no use for us except to uh, collect off of us, right? Uh this doctor, Dr. Ralph, he, I mean, in my opinion, he committed uh, crimes against humanity. He, in the aftermath of the SARS outbreak in 2003, the Barrick team actually collaborated with the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases, the USA MRID, and developed a novel reverse genetic system for synthesis of a full-length cDNA of the sars covid which was published in a paper in 2003. The paper claimed that within two months after obtaining the RNA of the SARS virus, the full-length cDNA of the virus was successfully synthesized, which shows that as early as 2003, these institutes already had advanced capabilities to synthesize and modify SARS-related coronavirus. In December 2008, Dr. Barrett co-authored a paper on the successful reconstitution of a chimeric virus with the genome backbone from a bat SARS-like coronavirus and the receptor binding domain, RBD, from SARS-CoV-2 using similar synthetic biology techniques, arguing that the design and synthesis of various SARS-related coronaviruses are important steps to prevent similar outbreaks in the future. It is worth noting that the Barrick team had close collaboration with the US MRID, as I just stated, and they co-own the patent related to manipulation of coronavirus genome and have published multiple papers together on the scope of this cooperative relationship was further expanded after Lisa Hensley, one of Dr. Barrick's uh, students, joined the US, MR, US MRID. <laughs> It's not a conspiracy. I, I'm reading articles that I found. This is dating back... This is over a decade ago. I mean... The, the, crimes Against Humanity. I mean, yes, go get Fauci, right? He's your, your figurehead. He's the one on television. So we know him. But go get this motherfucker as well. So... If you're on this scope, if you're on this level, if you're if you're if you're uh, coming along for the ride, if you already if you've already been on the ride and you just hear what I want to hear, what I want to what I have to say, where I am on, on my journey, whatever it is, there's probably a, a possibility that you've heard of the drug called remdesivir. Uh, remdesivir was developed through a UNC Chapel Hill partnership. The UNC is University of North Carolina. Shout out to University of North Carolina. My that's always where I wanted to go. Always where I, if I was ever able to get to a U.S. university or college to play basketball or any sport, it was the University of North Carolina. I am. I've mentioned on the show before. I'm a lifetime Jordan fan. Uh, I'm the kid in public school that got the newspaper from my teacher every morning to read the box scores. Like I studied the man's. Every average, I knew every stat. He was my hero. You know what? Some of us, it's not always our mom, our dad, our brother that that turns out to be our hero. And I wish I could tell you different. I definitely love, admire, and respect my parents. Um, but I just, they just weren't my hero because I wanted to be a professional athlete. I loved playing basketball, football, and baseball. And I, I wanted to go pro 100% in one of those sports. 
and you know Canada in the in the early 90s not that's I mean it was it's hockey town right obviously we're a hockey country if you're going to make it anywhere it's probably going to be in hockey and I didn't play a lot of hockey I, I liked it I, I still like it the Red Wings are my favorite team have been since I was a kid I love watching hockey I just wasn't as good at it as I was the other sports but the University of North Carolina it has a lot of respect to me I mean you know Jordan played there. I've got a lot of other other greats that I love that played there. Uh, Rasheed Wallace, Vince Carter, Jerry Stackhouse, uh, James Worthy. I mean, the list goes on. Okay, not the point. I'm sorry, but the rant. But I I love North Carolina. It hurt me to hear that this guy is is out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So the biopharmaceutical company uh, sought the talents of a research team led by William R. Keenan, Jr., distinguished professor of uh, epidemiology. Ralph Barrick, who has studied coronaviruses for more than 30 years and pioneered rapid response approaches for the study of emerging viruses and the development of therapeutics. Ralph Barrick also helped create remdesivir. So you guys have heard it. Uh, There's plenty of different ways to say it. Ice Cube. Uh, you know, I love another lifetime legend, you know, to me, to my life, someone that always was a massive fan of his music and his movies are great too um i mean we know he spoke out recently you know what i still i'm still in karate stance it doesn't matter who speaks out doesn't matter how i how i think of them how i remember them i'm still i'm still in karate stance because i just don't know who to trust i'm sure it's just like many of you guys um once you really get red pill, once you really get red pill, I'm not talking about black pill. When you just think everything is fucked and every it's all gonna end, it's just nothing but bad, bad, bad. I do. I'm I'm still at the red pill level. I still think there's hope. I still think there's a lot of a lot of amazing individuals out there that are fighting the good fight. They're doing a fuckload better. They're doing a lot better fighting than I am. Um, Sometimes I feel like my hands are tied. I mean, what do I do? I spread information. I try and get information out. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a nobody, right? Nobody, nobody believes what I have to say. Uh, well, not nobody. I mean, I got a lot of people that, you know, probably, hopefully respect my opinion. And I mean, that's great. If you don't, you don't. Um, I, I just, I want to be able to lay my head, lay my head at night knowing that uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to do what I consider to be the right thing. Um... You know, I do not want to hurt anybody. I want to help everybody. Even the other day, guys, just remember, like I said, you're seeing all this signage of do not comply, do not comply. Uh, I said it the other day, and I'm going to say it to you guys again. Um, I'm not going to say that on this show. Now, you guys have probably got the gist of, of, you know, who I am, what my character is like, and and kind of what my beliefs are, if if you've heard the show before. If you haven't, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Um, but I, I didn't, I, you know, I wore a mask for the first couple weeks and then I started to dig and I started to understand and I started to get a lot of information and I started to breathe without it. Um, I've had asthma since the day I was born and, uh, I don't know if I was meant to make it or not, but I did. I'm here. And, um, I went through a lot, a lot as a kid and, uh, it wasn't easy. I mean, I have good memories, but I have a lot that are just blanked out or, or, or bad memories of my childhood, whether it was asthma or, you know, just other crazy shit that went on in the 80s. Um, but it, I don't even know how to put it, guys. We're trying, we're trying to basically get the information out, do our best, make sure that, you know, we can sleep at night knowing that we've tried to help people, but I'm not going to say do not comply because I think that there's a chance that that's what they want. Uh, you know, reverse psychology is one thing, but you know, when you get into psyops, it gets like psychological operations. It gets a little bit deeper, more in depth, uh, more manipulative than just reverse psychology. Reverse psychology works incredibly efficiently as far as what I've seen though. Um, it is, it is so easy. Like all these people, all these people say it's easier to, uh, it's easier to fool someone than that it is to tell them that they've been fooled. And I mean, find me a truer statement. Um, you know, as far as ice cube trying to warn us or whatever it may be, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I can't, I don't like take everybody with a grain of salt at this point because I just feel like, 
I just feel like you just don't, you, we shouldn't be confident in who to trust. Don't fucking trust me. Look this, everything I say or don't say, look it up. I mean, I tell you guys this all the time. I look it up. Don't believe me. You know what I mean? Like it, you have to get used to looking this shit up. Well, you still can. And then, you know, once all the, the ability to share information or get information is gone, what, what do we do then? At least we have the information from the past that we can go on, that we can form basis for, basis for the future. Um, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it or how else to think about it, really. But I'm not going to tell you guys, you know, I'm not going to try and say do not comply. Uh, I'm I'm going to choose what I think is best for me and my family. And I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to sift through the information, uh, the, uh, the real and the bullshit information. Uh, I have every intention of doing that. I, I do it on a daily basis as it is. I'm super excited for football season to start because at least I can try and take my mind off of everything that goes on every day with my watching my Raiders get, you know, hammered all season. The worst coach in the, coach in the league. At least that takes my mind off it. Um, I even try and, I'll try and watch a movie, you know, once in a while or, or a documentary or something and I just, my mind drifts and it goes back to, well, you know, I didn't find this information or I didn't look this up or how is this connected to this? And, um, it just, it gets tough because you just, sometimes it's hard to turn it off. So, I mean, Hey, if there's anybody out there that's listening, that does a lot of their own research and looking at things, remember, just remember to take some time for you. Okay. Remember to just shut it down and try and relax. Uh, there is, you know, like I said earlier, <laughs> it would take me more than a lifetime to try and sift through all the uh, supposed conspiracies that have been perpetuated on on you and I and the rest of mankind uh, but we just don't have time for it I think we need to understand what happened in the past so that we can prepare for the future I really do <clears throat> I don't know what's coming I mean I have a good idea that you know project Bluebeam and uh, the committee of 300 and all there it's all going to come down the pipeline i don't know things seem to get sped up and moved around a little bit especially when you know plans get exposed i mean the fact that it got exposed about the upcoming mandates and you know new york all of a sudden 50,000 people tested for COVID. who the fuck are those people that tested who are those people that tested positive for covid why the fuck are you still testing why are you still testing you have a, statistically a higher chance of dying from fucking getting hit by lightning at this point than dying a Rona. I mean, fuck. Okay, here, here's a number for you guys before I forget. Well, we're wrapping it up with, with Rona. I want Dr. Ralph Barrick's name to be known. I should have put it out there on one of the first episodes, but I wanted to kind of stay away from COVID because I, I thought I could do a wrap up and get everything put together in a couple hours and a couple episodes. What happened to me? What happened to everybody else? share the information, but I mean, it, obviously it's just going to keep going. So we're just going to go with it. Um, the, the stat, the, the number that I have not heard until two days ago when I was, I, I was listening to some more information that was being gathered on, <clears throat> uh, poll studies that have been underway over the last two years. So, <clears throat> If you look at the actual death numbers from COVID, you're looking at um, roughly an actual death rate of, of under 1%, like well under 1%. It, it might be uh, 0.03 or 2. I mean, the average the average person was living, outliving the, uh, the, the, the expected dates up to this point. So, I mean, you were like, basically the stats were showing that you were more likely to die of a cold than you were of COVID. And I mean, we, we know we've known for a long time that if you died of a heart attack, but you had COVID when you had the heart attack or your bullshit test told you that you did, they were going to count that as a COVID death. So, you know, God bless, but someone in your family passed away, that hospital got paid, the government got paid, the pharmaceutical industry got paid, and all the people with their money, their fingers in that pool, they all got paid, and you lost your loved one, and it got marked down as, uh, you know, incorrect cause of death. I mean, there's people all over the world every day that die of, you know, they've had, they have, they have cancer, but then they get pneumonia, pneumonia what is what takes them out, right? But they... 
they don't write pneumonia on the death certificate. They write cancer, right? It's the same correlation. This is the same thing, guys. I mean, you guys know this. I know you know this. The stat that I want you to understand right now, the new stat that that apparently just came out not too long ago, I mean, that could be bullshit as well because who knows how long it even takes us here in Canada to get real information now. Uh, The studies that were shown started in 2021 and they show, so there's your baseline, is COVID kills less than 1% of, of anybody, any age group, okay? Doesn't matter if you're a senior, you know, a middle-aged man, woman, doesn't matter, okay? We know that you're more susceptible if you have comorbidities, right? So again, if you have cancer and then you catch a bad cold, a bioengineered cold, it might end up worse for you. Granted, um, children, so we're talking children, children and boys. I actually, yeah, I think it was, uh, it was devoted to boys. The death rate in 2021 was up to 7% and then went up to 8% in 2022. Seven fucking percent, ladies and gentlemen. So the death rate after something happened, I don't know if it was experimental. I don't know if Bill Gates made a lot of money on it. I don't know if Joe Biden made any money on it, but there was some experimental thing that was offered to people. Nobody was forced. Remember, Pfizer's telling you, the government's telling nobody forced you to get that. You were, it was offered to you guys. You helped fund it. You helped study it. You helped get it out there, but it was offered to you, right? The fuck out of here. Okay, children. Like anywhere from, uh, it was nine years old until 19 years old. And I think the age group was even above that as well. The, the death toll from, it has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, you can find a clown. I, I watched a clown doctor fucking try and tell somebody when he asked them, well, what is, what's happening here? Why has the death rate gone up for young people so much? Like it's not, and we're not talking about fucking talking about seniors here. We're talking about young people. You know, the same people that you're seeing fall down, having heart attacks, blood clotting, uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, pages of other side effects. Um, those are the people that are dying at an alarming rate. If it was, I, I think the average was one or 2%, like pre, uh, pre-jab was one to 2%. It, it wasn't, that number didn't increase during COVID. Young people weren't susceptible to COVID, okay? They would have been more so if one, it was real, and two, if you depleted their immune systems, right? I.e. by forcing them to wear fucking masks that don't do anything but fuck up your immune system. Especially the people that wear them all day and don't change them. If you're someone out there, right, do me a favor. If you're someone out there right now that's listening to this show, and you, you, you wear masks, you go into public, you wear masks, you wear a mask to run, you wear a mask to go swimming at the beach, whatever it is. Just please guys, do me a favor. If you, if, if you were willing to listen to them say, put a mask on, you obviously haven't been willing to any, to listen to anything else because there is no information that backs up that helping in any possible way. I don't care how many you wear and I don't care what kind it is. I don't give a fuck if it's a, a P1000 or a, I don't care. N95, it doesn't matter. Guys, go wear one. Powder your face up and see what came through. Breathe in through your nose. See what came through. Okay. If you're going to be one of those people that's still wearing masks, do me a fucking, do me a favor because I care. I don't care if you want to wear a mask. Go ahead. Do not ever ask me to put one on. It's not going to go well for you and I'm not going to put one on. Um, Change your mask every 10 minutes, okay? Or you're fucking up your own immune system. I don't care if it was fantastic before. It's not going to get any better if you're stifling it. If you're going to wear a mask all day, if you're out for eight hours, 10 hours in a day, and you're going to put one of those fucking things on your face, and you're wearing the same one all day, or even just two or three of them, you're not doing it right, okay? It's not going to save you from airborne viruses. The the micron size of of the COVID infection, of the, 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 the... the spittle, the virus that can get into your nose or your mouth holes, it's much, much smaller than the holes in any of those masks. It's going to shoot right, right through there. And you're never going to be able to completely seal off your mouth and nose anyways. Why would you want to? I mean, I know that we're going to get to a point where it's toxic to breathe outside. All the futuristic movies, you know, the 
um, the nightmarish, hellish future. I mean, you can guarantee that that's coming. I mean, they're going to take it to a point where these, these movies, you know, we're all like, oh, shit. You know, 1984 isn't the only one that got it right. There's going to be a lot more. You know, whether it's Mad Max or some sort of prison system. I mean, look around, guys. They're building. They're turning old malls into into 15-minute cities. Uh, they're building massive buildings that you never, ever have to leave. I mean, think about it for a second. When you go into Walmart, how many windows do you see? They don't want you to look outside because they don't want you to leave. They don't want you to go outside. Stores, you know, the people that create them, the people that advertise them, they're very smart. I mean, they know their shit. They know what they're doing. Don't ever, th- don't ever think they don't. I mean, stay in your karate stance, right? Just take your mask off. Um, so, anyways, guys, I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring Ralph's name to the forefront. If anybody out there hadn't heard of him, if you had, uh, God bless you for 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 looking this stuff up. You know, for being objective, for for you know, for for looking for answers. Good job. Um, there's a lot more coming down the pipeline, pipeline, of course. And I mean, there are, there are some people saying out there that all of the people involved in this have already been subpoenaed for court, have already been told that they're facing two and 300 year jail sentences. So I don't know, I guess we're going to see soon. Um, or maybe we won't. I mean, there's so many things that happen behind closed doors that we have no idea about. So it's not even like I can say, well, just wait and see because we might never see, right? Um, you know, they'll see, you'll see them trot out a president, a former president and try and arrest him. Um, while there's still, you know, what, eight presidents that are all war criminals that are all celebrated. I mean, come on guys. If you don't think Obama and Bush uh, Bush Sr. And you don't think these, these guys deserve to be in jail for killing thousands of people, for robbing people. You're out of your minds. You're gonna, I, I'm telling you right now, you're going to see Obama a lot more in the next four years. I think if, if any of you, any, anybody out there in the U.S. is listening to this show, uh, man, I love you guys. There's so many of you guys that are fighting hard. Um, I love it. I love seeing it. I love hearing it. It's so nice knowing that there's so many people that are fighting back. Um, just be careful, okay, guys? Be really careful. Um, you know, just remember that they're always going to... They're always going to know our plans just as well as we know theirs. Uh, we definitely... I mean, and they're a, they're a lot more collaborative, collaborated than we are as well, of course, right? Um, you know, there's only so many... There's only so many of them, so it's easier to communicate smaller numbers, of course, but... They've been doing this to us. Like, you know, we're, we're back on our feet. We're, we're back on our heels while they're, while they're walking in and jabbing us right in the nose. So it's like, you know, now that we're kind of back, we're, we're on our, we're, we're flat-footed again. Um, <laughs> I think we really, really, really need to, to get together. And I mean, obviously, if they're stopping everybody worldwide from communicating with each other, you know, they're blocking out the sun, they're making you more unhealthy, they're making us dumber, they're... This is all a part of the plan, guys. We just need to come together so that we can try and help stop it. Uh, hopefully, the uh, hopefully the thirty six fucking freedom fighters over there in Maui are are really helping. Oh, and actually, uh, I didn't mention the person's name the other day when I mentioned that there was someone uh, that is over in Maui that is helping that we see on TV. Rumor has it that that person is actually Tulsi Gabbard. So. Uh, a native of, of, of Hawaii. So, I mean, and <laughs> there's my, there's my example. Uh, thank you, Tulsi. I'm not a U.S. citizen. I mean, as you guys know, but I mean, I got love for everybody. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you look like. I don't, I don't care what, what religion you're into or what color you are. I don't care. You know, we're all, I think everybody out there deserves, I mean, you sh- you should get what you put in. So, but I mean, everybody deserves a fair shake to me. Um, you know, it's only governments that cause this bullshit. It's not generally our populations that fight, is it? Uh, Tulsi Garrett over there is beautiful because when did you hear it from anybody? When did you hear that Tulsi Gabbard is the one over there handing out water and helping people? Think of the narrative. When I originally heard the rumor and the first person said to me, well, it's got to be Donald Trump. 
Just think, people would be angry at that motherfucker handing out water and food and medical. They'd find a way to be angry at him for doing that to the people of Hawaii. Now that it's Tulsi Gabbard, I think that is, I think it's amazing. I mean, I don't have to say thank you uh, to Tulsi. I mean, I don't know this woman. She seems solid. I don't know if they they put her in the WEF page or not. I don't know if she's a stooge or not. She doesn't seem to be a part of it anymore. So I would say that she isn't a stooge or maybe she isn't now. I'm not sure, but the point is stooge or not, at least she's trying to help. You know, that there's police from, from other nations that are stopping the, the distribution of medical supplies, of food and water. They're stopping it. They're not helping it. You can see it here in Canada, guys. The, the firefighters and the police are being told not to help you. And they won't. I mean, when do we form our own police force, our own coalition of actual freedom fighters? I keep telling you that most of us are alphas, so we're not gonna have too much of a problem if we get our shit in order. I think the problem, like a friend of mine and I were talking about it, it usually ends up being leadership because there ends up being too many people that wanna call the shots. Too many people, like in government, you know, you'll see government officials tell you to send your kids off to war, but do they? Right, like, I mean, yeah, we need an elder staff that might not be able to, to actually physically fight, but um, I agree with him and I think that, you know, we all need to basically be even. We just need to, to make sure that we get this done. You know, if we need to, I mean, the whole idea in Canada was that Quebec wanted to separate from Canada and be its own uh, sovereign country to to itself. I mean, this is this has been in talks for years. As a Canadian, you you heard you hear about it often. Um, I like I'm okay with that. That's fine. You guys don't want to be a part of Canada. I mean, fuck the rest of us don't at this point either. But um, you know, if we have to have some sort of of civil war in order to, okay, well, you know, all the. Uh, all the, the people that, that think that Joe Biden's amazing and all these presidents are amazing and they want to wear three masks and get 46 jabs and all that. Okay, you guys go over there. You know, take that big, giant, massive piece of land and we'll take this one over here and we won't bother each other. It's amazing. They, I mean, they really, we really are surrounded by people that sometimes we don't get along with. Our vibrations don't match up, so we're not going to get along with them. And then we're also forced into bullshit narratives that really have no effect or place in our life that we end up fighting each over, each other over and arguing and hating each other and hurting in some cases. I don't think there's any need for that anymore, guys. I think we need to be more united and definitely more intelligent about the way we're going about this stuff. Um, you know, our kids, our future, I think depends on it. Uh, we can clearly see that there isn't any sort of, you know, elites, government agencies that are going to help you in some countries. I, I think I can see that. Uh, but I mean, I, I speak for myself. I only speak for myself here in Canada, but I mean, I could say so many of my brothers and sisters aren't interested in even being in Canada anymore. I've heard of plenty of families that have left and I mean, who can fault them? There's a lot of people I, I speak to as well in Toronto, uh, one of my job sites that, you know, will tell me I, I fled a communist country to come here and now it's a communist country or it's becoming a communist country. This is not why I came here, you know, it's, but I mean, I think Canada is a big tester, tester country. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in its future. I want to. And I mean, hopefully you and I and, and the good people we're surrounded by and that are listening, hopefully we can form something and we can get, get us back to where Canada, the U.S. and all these other beautiful countries and beautiful people can be respected, you know, and looked up to and we can really make a difference, you know, spread truth, be honest with people, dispense money and supplies freely. I mean, there's enough of everything to go around. There's more than enough land. There's more than enough food, food sustainable energy. You know, get rid of the electric cars uh, or only keep a few of them. I mean, don't, I'm sorry, I don't see a, a point. If that's what you want, then sure. But what are you going to do to dispose of the batteries when that car dies? The 12 lithium ion batteries that you have to bury because they've laid such incredible fires. I mean, I can't believe they didn't use any of those batteries in 9-11. Anyways, guys, uh, just like I said, just a little bit of information on Dr. Ralph. Another well-paid doctor that engages in gain-of-function research on U.S. soil in North Carolina. 
the story of COVID coming out of North Carolina. I think that the problem with the with the story that I heard is they had they had said or speculated that the strain that we just ran into in in 2019 or 2020, whatever year it is you think you started. That's what I think that the people that originally found this information, that's what they were speaking about, is they were talking about this doctor from the 90s, 95 I believe it was, that that's when he started, this is when he bioengineered it. Apparently he wanted to use it against China. I mean, how do, people think these doctors are all such sweet old grandpas with beards and, and they're very soft-spoken and they're very nice to people. And then you get these mad scientist motherfuckers that you think are only in movies. I mean, Sometimes these guys are betas and they realize that they are amazing at something and they can profit to such an extent that they can take over, right? Does it sound like someone named Bill that we know? Maybe. Um, anyways, guys, look them up. Look them up. We want we wanted answers about COVID. We wanted to know where it came from. It looks like it. it I mean, we've all known that it's been around. You can go and look at a Lysol bottle from 2005 and it'll tell you on the bottle that it kills COVID, right? Obviously, we're at, when COVID hit, it was COVID-19. It wasn't COVID-1 or COVID-4. So there had already been 18 strains, roughly, before the one that hit us. That came out of North Carolina. You know, I'm sure it went from Carolina to Wuhan or vice versa. Or it never was in one or it was in both. I mean, the, the proof is there, folks. You can, it's, it's verifiable. Um... You know, I'd rather do shows about shit that you can't prove sometimes, because then at least people can fucking bark at me, and, and maybe they'd have a point. Uh, but on arguments like this, on topics like this, when there's when there's provable evidence, and you know, it's incredibly simple to find. Um, I didn't have to reach out to a bunch of people and, and figure out where to find this information. It was very easy to find this one. So look up Dr. Ralph Barrick. See what you guys think. Uh, you know, he's been in coots with the U.S. military and, and doing all kinds of shady shit there as well. So like I told you guys, you know, if they show us that they have machine guns, they've got something worse than that. Um, you know, bioengineered weapons is something that's been talked about for a while. So if they've been talking about it for a while. They've had it even longer, right? Like I'm, I've been trying to float that idea out to you guys, trying maybe, you know, for anybody that doesn't understand it already, try and come to, grip, come to grips with it. Uh, it's there. So... Uh, once again, I wanted to give a great big shout out to friend of the show, uh, Doug. We hope you're doing great, buddy. We love you. We're still fucking pulling for you. And I'm really happy that you're still fighting. Okay, I love you, brother. Um, the family knows I love him too. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you can send positive well wishes to our friend Doug, I, w I would really, really appreciate it, guys. A um, couple things on the docket coming up soon. And there I'm in talks with a gentleman right now to potentially take, uh, maybe to take the show to another platform, maybe to start doing some, some side work, uh, for this company. I really don't want to say anything until I get it out. So I'll just shut the fuck up. Sorry guys. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was I, I actually, something that I don't really ever do, but I got a notice from Spotify saying, uh, that there was there was a certain number of listens, like a milestone amount of listens to the show. And I just, I wanted to say thank you. Uh, I don't know if I say it enough. I don't know if I say it too much. I'm sorry, guys. Either way, uh, I don't want to be overbearing with the, with, with the gratitude and I don't want to undersell it because it's something that I really do appreciate. This is something that I do on my own. This is something that um, hopefully if it, if it gets a little bit bigger, like it, it looks like there's, you know, uh, hopefully plans to, then I, I can get some sort of help. I mean, there is equipment that I definitely require that I'm going to get to. I mean, we know life around the world has been real tough lately. So this isn't something that is, is done for money. I mean, I don't profit from this. I don't ask any money of anybody for this. I barely even... I barely even advertise at all. That's something that I think I might change uh, just so that I can maybe just, uh, if I can get a, a small subscription service on, on uh, Apple, at least I can raise enough money for some proper equipment. You know what I mean? Like some editing equipment, uh, a decent laptop and a microphone. Maybe you don't need much, but there are some things you need. And of course, with the interviews that we're going to be doing, I mean, I'm going to have to have something better than I have now. So hopefully we put that together. Uh, hopefully the gentleman that I spoke to is real and authentic. He sounds like his message is very solid. Uh, it's very, um, it looks promising. 
So hopefully, hopefully we get that done soon. Hopefully we get over to the other platforms as well. And I just wanted to shout out to uh, the analytics. That's what I was going to say is when it showed me the, uh, when Spotify showed me that we'd had this many uh, listens, uh, it showed me the analytics of everything. And I noticed that there's people out there that are from the US, from Canada, from Great Britain. Uh, I'm not, it doesn't specify guys. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's England, if it's Scotland, if it's Ireland, if it's Wales. I love all of you guys. Uh, that's where a lot of my, my ancestry is from, is from Edinburgh and uh, Nottingham. So I want to say thank you. Um, it looks like there's Australian, Denmark, Canada, USA, Great Britain. Fuck it. I mean, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for, for giving it a shot. Um, you know, maybe some of the, 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 the content is better than some of the others. Maybe there's some content that you just like more than the others. I plan on trying to cover as much as I can. And hopefully, you know, some of the people that are coming on or are going to go in into depth with, in depth with it, like I was saying, from different perspectives. Uh, the gentleman that I'm talking to is an in-depth, from what I can tell, an in-depth researcher on 9-11. So that is something that I'm incredibly interested in, uh, in collaborating with him on, sharing ideas, information, the facts, the knowledge, the opinions that we have. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know how how deep I am into the whole 9-11 conspiracy and what happened there. You know, it's all about justice, which definitely shouldn't be taking, you know, 22 years and counting. But it is what it is, right? So thanks to everybody out there for listening. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess the show hit a milestone today. I should have started out with that, guys. So if you made it all the way to the end of this ranty episode i really appreciate it and i just wanted to say thank you so much uh you guys are awesome thanks for sticking with me hopefully things get uh you know we can get things in order so maybe it's a little bit more straightforward maybe um we get a set day that we release on every week it's just basically right now like i said guys i'm sorry but it's just me i have to do all the research and then i have to do everything with uh with the provider, which is, which is Spotify. So, uh, it's just one man, you know, I got a job, I got a little boy, I got a family, I've got shit to do just like the rest of you. So I'm trying to be, you know, smart with my time, trying to make sure that I can get some recordings and get some information jotted down before I shout out to you guys. But today, uh, you know, I just couldn't hold on to the whole Dr. Ralph thing much longer, you know, with the whole new strain coming. I just wanted everybody to not only thank Dr. Fauci and all the other criminals involved. I want some of the lesser known players to, to get that praise that we definitely deserve to give them. I mean, look how much money they raised for all their, uh, for all their backers. So I, I I'm going to take a look at what Ralph Barrick's, uh, what his financial records look like, what, it, what the payouts at, at Chapel Hill have been, because I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's received quite a bit of grant money over the last couple of years. Just a hunch. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we'll be back with you probably by the end of the week. So thanks again for listening to Loyal to the Foil. Cheers, everyone.